Hi, this is Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. There are many life changes that can happen after divorce that make it difficult or impossible to uphold requirements of your divorce decree. The orders issued in a divorce are based on the facts presented at that time, but the circumstances used in issuing those orders can obviously change. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. The Blitz Podcast is a part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. Find this show as well as many other great shows from Saskatchewan at saspodcastnetwork.com. Before we get into the show, I just want to bring a little bit of information to a light. Have you ever had one of those episodes where you smelt a certain smell and it brings you back to grandma's kitchen? Or that certain music where it brings you back to the good old days of doing 180 kilometers an hour trying to get home while banging out Steal My Sunshine by Len. Even just simple sounds which brings you back to when you're 5, 6, 7, oh hell, 15, 16 years old. Even seeing a vehicle triggers memories from the past. The mind is absolutely insane and very powerful. Even if you, for some odd reason, don't remember anything from a certain year, like 1996. But then all of a sudden, you hear a certain noise. And it brings you back to something like September 12th of 1996. Just like this sound. Today's date, September 12th, 1996. Hi, everybody. This is Tuber, and you are listening to the Tuber Show. Uh, This has been a very eventful weekend. One of the things that I do have to say is this story is just absolutely insane on how the whole entire thing went down. Okay, just to sum it up, uh, Joe, his sister had a wedding, so Scooter and I, we were invited to go. You know, Joe, we basically invited like so many people in. And so whatever, uh, Scooter picked me up, we drove down to Medicana Hall, and as we were out there, we noticed that our classmate Ernie was there. So it's like, hey, Ernie, how's it going? And he goes, oh, not too bad. What are you guys up to? I'm just here for uh, Joe's wedding, my sister's wedding. It's like, you want to hang out? And he goes, yeah, okay, fine. It is what it is. So throughout the whole entire night, we just started drinking. And what was really cool about this bar was it was free alcohol. It was a Ukrainian wedding, and the alcohol was flowing so much quicker than an old man trying to take a pee. Wait, I guess that would be dust that would be pouring out of his wiener. I don't know. Alright, so, anyway, back to the story. Alright, so, we met up with Ernie. We were hanging around, sitting around tables, stuff like that. and Uh... 
we were just looking at everybody drinking. Of course, I had to work the next day, which absolutely sucks, so I can drink. Because, you know, the one rule that my mom always had was if you come to work hungover or drunk, I'm going to make your life miserable hell. Guess what? I was not going to test that. Hell no. You'd almost be dumb to test your parent for something like that. So, whatever. I was just having coke, and the bartender kept asking if I wanted Ryan to go with it. It's like, no, I gotta work tomorrow. Plus, I'm the DD. Oh, okay. Whatever. Everything was going good. One of the best parts, well, not one of the best parts, is Ernie looks at Scooter and goes, Is that girl wearing panties? Scooter's like, I don't know, it doesn't look like it. And let me tell you, this girl's dress was so tight, any kind of, like, bra or panties, you would have seen it. But, of course, there was, like, nothing there. So, Joe walks over and goes, hey, how's, how are you guys, um, doing? Are you enjoying the night? It's like, oh, yeah, we're having fun. Ernie, he was just slush. He's like, oh, yeah, man, woo great party. The scooter, you know, he was feeling it, but... I don't think he really wanted to get drunk that, that night. It was one of the weird things. So, Ernie's like, Joe, come here, come here, come here. So Joe leans in and goes, what? Does she have panties on? It, it looks like she's going commando. Joe looks at Ernie, looks at Scooter, looks at me. And of course, the girl is sitting at my side of the table. And as Joe was walking by, he goes, grabs hold of the zipper, and unzips it. As soon as I seen his motion, I jumped over a bunch of chairs, got under the table, flipped over to the other side, and man, she gave me the dirtiest look like you, little asshole. Her boyfriend looked like he was going to chase me down. All three of us are like, it wasn't him, or it wasn't me, it was Joe. They didn't even believe us. They thought it was me. I was like, no, seriously, it was Joe. They eventually did grab their drinks and take off. And next, you know, Ernie takes off, goes and does his thing. And so Scooter and I get started laughing. It's like, dude, do you want to mix a bunch of these drinks and see if Joe will drink it? So Scooter's like, yeah, let's do it. So we found one of the biggest cups started putting beer, wine, vodka, rye, everything from all the tables. I started laughing. It's like, dude, watch, 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 watch. Grab a can. We'll put a couple, like, uh, things of wax on top. Call Joe over. And Joe's like, what are you guys doing? It's like, dude, you should try this. What is it? It's a special drink we made. It's a tuber scooter. He, as soon as he puts his nose up to it, he goes, what is this? Takes a sip, almost pukes. He goes, what is that? Oh, it's drinks from around the whole entire table. There's vodka, there's rye, there's uh, beer, there's wine, even a little bit of wax. But Joel looks at us and goes, you guys are freaking idiots. I mean, you know, it takes off. So Ernie, by then, he's just absolutely smashed, like beyond smashed. I've never seen somebody drink so much. Then he goes over to the table and... He looks at it and goes, oh, what's this? No, it's a drink that we made Joe, but he didn't want to drink it. He said it was gross. (laughs) 
he's not an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. Grabs it and chugs the living piss out of it. Like, just to sum it up, this container was bigger than one of those red Solo cups, and he downed it. Scooter and I looked at each other, looked at Ernie, looked at each other, looked at Ernie, looked at each other, and looked at Ernie, and went, isn't that gross? He goes, it was actually good. What was it? Beer, vodka, rye, uh, wine, everything on the table, including a little piece of wax. Ah, oh, the wax had flavor. It's like, oh my God, he is going to feel it the next freaking day. Oh, he's going to be drunk. Everybody was having fun. You know, snacks came out, munching them on that at midnight. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm kind of glad I'm part of Ukraine because this is goddamn fun. So the bartender goes and says, hey, it's last call for alcohol, everyone. So Joe's dad runs up, grabs a whole handful of beer, runs back to the table, puts it down, runs back up to the bar, grabs a whole armful of beer, runs back, sets it down. And as he was running back for the third armful, the lady at the bar slammed the door shut. Joe's dad goes up to the closed window, goes, I paid for that beer. Open up and get me beer. You hear the lady on the other side going, no, rules are rules. So once she left, everybody was like, ah. So we stayed out a little bit longer. Of course, you know, we had a little bit of more food. We just ate and ate and ate. So we decided, oh, let's take off. So Ernie came with uh, Scooter and I, piled in Scooter's blue truck. Oh, I love that truck. The loudness of it, the exhaust. Oh, cherry bombs. God damn it. Love it. Anyway, or is it blue bombs? I think of one. I don't know. Massively loud, dual exhaust, fast. Oh. So we started driving around. We went to this one party over on like 11th Street. Ernie goes, oh, drop me off here, man. Drop me off here. They have a guitar. I'm going to start playing. Start getting well. It's like, all right, whatever. So we dropped Ernie off and said, talk to Larry. He says, I'll phone you guys tomorrow. So I gave Ernie my phone number. It's like, dude, just phone me tomorrow. We can hang out. He goes, all right. So Scooter and I drove around a little bit more. You know, night was still young. Decided, ah, screw it. Let's go up to South Hill. So we went up to South Hill. And Scooter knew somebody up there. So we just started visiting. And of course, they were probably upstairs doing show. Meanwhile, I was sitting on the couch doing absolutely nothing. And for some odd reason, I decided I wanted to go for a little walk. So, open up the door, put on my shoes, open up the door, step down. Something didn't seem right. Have you ever had one of those experiences where something is not normal? That's what this was. I'm standing looking at the horizon, and it was brighter than it should have been. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning, so it should have been black. Then all of a sudden, like almost like huge pieces of ash were falling. And I'm like, is somebody having a bonfire? 
or is there a building on fire? Then it clued in something's on fire. So I run in. It's like, Scooter! He goes, what? Something's on fire, man. What? Comes running downstairs, puts on his shoes, steps outside. It's like, dude, there's something on fire over there. We should go check it out. He goes, all right. So we both hopped in this truck, took off, went over by uh, Petrocan. One of the elevators started on fire and is burning. So Scooter and I just sat there and thought, holy crap, man. And we just waited and just watched it burn. Oh, it was just absolutely insane. Then all, just watching that, all of a sudden you see like this little piece of grass on fire. And you see one guy running up to it and start go. not sure what he was doing. But you see fire guy, like firefighters come over and kind of escort him away. <laughs> it was Joe. <laughs> he was so hammered when he got back to the group that we're standing at. He looks at us and goes, God damn firefighters. I was trying to put out that fire. They wouldn't. So I start peeing on it. So it's like, what do they say? He said, Joe, just go back. We're going to put it out. He goes, no, you're not. Somebody's got to put it on. Might as well be me. I don't know who said it. Probably Jeremy. But he goes, Joe, your urine probably has more alcohol in it. That would cause more damage. And Joe's like, oh, you're right. So we waited around a little bit. Scooter goes, yeah, I got to go. It's like, all right, fine, whatever. Can you take me home? So took me home, sitting there. It's like, I want to go back to the fire. At the time, I went, borrowed somebody's car, drove down, and I got back to the group. The group looks at me and goes, oh, where'd you go? It's like, I had to go and get a vehicle, come back and start watching because Scooter had to go home. Oh, okay. Joel looks around and goes, you know, F this. I'm going to go get some marshmallows. Someone drive me to Sev. So, they piled in a car, took off. 20 minutes later, came back with marshmallows. Walks up to the fire with this huge stick and a bunch of marshmallows. Start. <laughs> roasting the mesh marshmallows and the firemen started coming walking towards Joe and Joe's you can hear him yell I'm roasting marshmallows leave me alone so next you know they start escorting back to the group again and they said if you don't stay away from that fire we're going to have to arrest you and he goes blah, 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 blah. So, a bunch of them had, like, super marshmallows. Oh, you know, no issue on my behalf. And I just stood there and just absolutely watched and watched and watched. This went in for a long time. And about 6 o'clock in the morning, when I realized what time it was, it's like, oh, crap, I got to work. So, I decided I'll just go home. Hopped in the car, dropped it off at uh, the place. Went to sleep, woke up. Freaking... Bud decided that he was going to play, so I had, like, next to no sleep. And whatever. It is what it is. Went to work. Worked my five hours. Discussed everything with uh, my co-workers about the fire and 
what it was, what it is. Talked about the old other places that were on fire over by railway. On how it was just cold nights mixing, you know. People were watching it from the bars, all the businesses. And realized there was a lot of things that could have went on wrong. Especially being so close to the gas station. But, of course, everything turned out actually really, really well. No explosions. Stuff like that. So I went home, sat around, played a little bit of uh, hockey on Sega Genesis, and my phone rings. Oh, god dang it. Waddle downstairs, grabbed the phone, and it's like, hello? It was Ernie. He goes, oh man, what happened last night? It's like, why? What do you mean? So, <laughs> I went, went, grabbed uh, Ernie, came back, or picked him up, came, brought him over, back over to my place. It's like, so we started playing hockey, and he goes, dude, what happened last night? So, I just told him, we made a concoction, you drank it, you got massively hammered to the point where I'm actually shocked you're still walking, blah, 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 blah. It's like, what happened to you? Well, the last thing I remember was drinking one drink and playing guitar at the Bowman's house. And that was all said and done and kind of blacked out a bit. And this morning... It was early. When I got back home, it was like 6.30, but it had to be about 6 o'clock. I kept getting sprayed with water, and I'm thinking, who is that? Whose ass do I have to kick? So he said that when he opened up his eyes, he was on some person's front lawn in a part of town he didn't even live at, and the water sprinkler was going off because it was early morning watering. It's like, how do you feel? He says, I feel pretty good. Threw up a few times as I was walking home, but that helped. And for some odd reason, I had a chunk of wax that I threw up. What was that about? So, of course, I had to tell him the concoction that we made. He goes, hopefully it tastes better going down, because coming up, that was horrible. I didn't exactly know what I drank. It's like, Ernie, it's one of those nights that you don't want to remember. He goes, good, because I don't remember. It's like, do you remember the fire? He goes, what fire? So he drove by and he goes, oh man, I missed that? God damn, why didn't you pick me up? It's like, because Scooter was driving and by the time that the fire was there, we didn't know where you were. Yeah, I was on someone's front lawn. Don't know where, don't know why. Just, I was there. Yeah, and you're so not in the right neighborhood. He goes, I know. Uh, so, the rest of the day, Ernie and I, we just played hockey all day. And right now, it's about 10 o'clock, got school tomorrow. So, I'm just going to more or less cut the show and be back next week with another, another wonderful episode of... The Tuber Show, starring me, Tuber. And uh, one of these days I'll get Scooter on here, but he never does want to come on. He always says that he doesn't want to be rich and famous. I think he's just going single. Alrighty. You know how to get a hold of me. It's just one of those things. Alright guys, I'll talk to you later. Bye! The Saskatchewan Podcast Network is supported by Connexus. Chances are good this week. You got stuck at a train. We've all been there.
We all get stuck behind circumstances that seem unmovable. But your finances does not have to be one of them. At Connexus Credit Union, they're more than just a bank. They look beyond sale targets, beyond the products you have, or the account number that you use. They look at movement, motion. They ask themselves, are our members further ahead today financially than they were yesterday? They want your answer to be yes. So why not say yes to Connexus Credit Union and say yes to improving your financial well-being? Together, let's move that train. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%. APR, 4.22%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. 8.88% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Hi, welcome to the Subway ad for two ninety-nine subs. How would you like it? Uh, I'll take Drill Sergeant, please. You got it. All right, now listen up. I want each and every one of you to drop and give me a six-inch meatball marinara, cold-cut combo, veggie delight, or black forest ham on your choice of bread with any veggies you want for just $2.99 each. Subway! Make it what you want at participating restaurants. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied.